Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone. It's true. I am in and thrilled to be here. Welcome to USA Global TV and radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and our show today is presenting Pet Psychic Amina. And as you know, if you watch on a regular basis, I really enjoy this part very much, as well as our conversation. So may I now present to you Pet Psychic Amina. Hello, I present Hello. to you. <laughs> I Hello, we've every- got a big weekend coming up, as you know. Um, Absolutely. We, talk, we talked about it for months leading up to this, and I know that you've got a great guest lined up. But before we get into any of those subjects, who is Pet Psychic Amina and how do you help people? Every day I ask the same thing What am I doing? Uh, I'm doing what is so natural to me and who I am, and all of those really core values and wanting to help you with your pets in any way possible. What have I done? I have gone to school. I have worked with wildlife for a very long time. I have worked with domestic animals, of course, and owned them and done probably all the mistakes when I was younger and hopefully less as I've gotten older. And I'm here to help you through those difficulties. When is it I get asked this a great deal. Is it time to say goodbye? Is it something that we need to be doing by putting them down because they're so sick? Luckily, with the vet experience I have and being a vet assistant, I have not just my gifts, but I have real life. Yes, it's time to go to the vet. It's time to do these types of things. Is it the right animal to adopt? This is something I love doing. Uh, Not that I don't love the rest, but it's so uplifting to fit the right family. And you'd be so surprised that the right fit is sometimes the animal that you would have walked away from. Because the world knows that we need a little help here, a little help here, and animals will help you fix that in you when you think, oh, man, I'm never going to pick up any poop. I, I, I can't do that. You might have to for the love that animals give freely and not judging. It is a wonderful time and I I love what I do and I hope I can help you. And this is one other way uh, answering your questions for free. Thank you, Amina. All right, uh, as we wait for our guests, I just have to go there about July 4th. I know we have a canine family member visiting and uh, there's already been certain steps taken to protect her when the inevitable fireworks start going off so folks if you are here in the states we're talking about the fourth of july which is a big celebration obviously we give thanks for the people in the military who have served who are serving who keep us safe we are most grateful to you and our pets need to be safe as well so amina what do we need to know about the fourth of july and how to keep our pets safe how long's your show <laughs> <laughs> So 
um, the the short answer is give them the space to get out of anywhere. If you had a basement, it'd be great. I'm in California. They're very rare. But if you have a place like that, if you are planning to go to the fireworks, a garage can also be something that can be utilized. But make sure you remove the gas cans and the turpentine and machine oil or anything like that. Give them a doghouse. And you could be as simple as cut a piece of of cardboard like a furniture box and give them padding. Animals, dogs specifically, if I stay on dogs right now, are den animals. They're going to want to go under in ground. That's not to say the cats don't. They, they absolutely will also. Dogs, you can do a little bit bigger spaces. You can get a ba- a bedroom, a bathroom, really fix up the bathtub. A glass uh, door, probably not a good idea. And swinging back and forth, you know, as far as a, a curtain, probably not a good idea if they get scared. Sit with them if you can. If you're not going or if somebody in the family is that's their year to stay with with the puppy or the cat or the dog or the or ferret or the goldfish will probably buy fine they'll feel feel the vibration but you need to give them a place to escape and how do you escape fourth of july it's really tough that's what i talk about a garage a comfy shed where they are safe and you can and they can't get out uh, on a leash is can be dangerous because they can choke and they can stop breathing and you won't be there or you won't have stepped outside and seen that they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Make it quieter, better. If you guys are used to sitting around and watching Saturday Night Live or some other funny, funny show that you can get your hands on and you're not going or somebody's not going to the fireworks Turn the TV up really loud and watch TV together with them and honor them that they're going to need a lot more water. They're going to need to be pacified. And it could for some animals, for some animals, they are traumatized for days, if not weeks through the firecrackers, because for them, this is a danger sound. Why do they make firecrackers so loud? To keep people from getting too close to them. And animals understand this. So please try to find something that, because we can't do anything about our neighbors doing the fireworks or the city doing a big sparkler, unless you have the ability to uh, cover up on doing any of that kind of stuff. And you can uh, drub it up through and around there. Be careful. Please be careful. Okay, and help your pets and the vets will have great uh, ideas. Reach out to your pets, your vets, and they will also give you things. They do have medication to calm them down, but that would be my personal last choice of having to medicate your pets through such a tragic, what they feel is a tragic event that their imminent health is at risk. So please check with the vets. Check with your trainers. Stay, have at least somebody stay home with your pet. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's good direction for me as well. I'll let my family members know about yeah. that. They're on so, duty. duty. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I love the, the fact that you shared that 
a dog is an animal that likes to be in with their pack. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. So Absolutely. Uh, as we wait for our guests, I'm going to take us to a quick break. I know she's having some technology issues and then we can mm -hmm. get her on board. So Absolutely. stay tuned as we place some sponsorships and thank you to our sponsors. By the way, we are looking for new sponsors. We actually have a contractor who is available to speak to anyone who's interested in working with us in terms of sponsorships. So please do reach out to me and I'll connect you with her. All right, let's take a look and we'll be right back. My name is Felicia Kay, and I would like to share how the British School of Excellence has enhanced my life and has allowed me to truly impact the lives of my clients in the most positive ways. I am CEO of the Luxury Love Academy, where self-love, self-value, and confidence are at the core of our coaching services and training courses. I help professional women and men to value themselves so that they can confidently achieve success in life and in love. Since completing my training with the British School of Excellence, I have been able to teach my clients how to effectively project the three C's in social settings. Confidence, competence, and credibility. Confidence. My clients are learning to feel comfortable and maintain eye contact in social settings. Confidence. They're learning the importance of asking relevant questions and being active listeners. Credibility. They understand how arriving on time shows great manners and how presenting themselves well can make a nice first impression. Many of my clients are looking for love. So dining etiquette has been essential. They're learning to feel more confident when having tea, lunch, or dinner with someone for the first time. Emotional intelligence. My clients are learning to be more aware and manage their emotions in positive ways, which in turn makes it natural for them to treat others with respect and kindness. I would like to thank the British School of Excellence for giving me the tools to serve my current clients and future clients at the highest level so that they can be their absolute best.
everyone, and welcome back to USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, and our show today is presenting Pet Psychic Amina. Thank you so much to our sponsors. We greatly appreciate you. Let's get back to the show. I now present Pet Psychic Amina. Thank you so much. <laughs> one show how are you no well she is dialing in as we speak trying to fix She's here uh, our guest is backstage we should be absolutely are she, we ready to bring her on yes we're ready to bring her on our guest is cindy ambar and she is an animal communicator and healer and amina do you want to tell us a little bit about how you connected well, we luckily are in a very diverse and amazing supportive uh, groups that we really network with each other, just like any other field. All of us have a different flavor of what we do or what we our strengths are in. And I love bringing on other voices. And she and I, of course, just clicked and we could uh, speak animal for the rest of our days and never get tired. But I just just love the way she presented herself. She comes from a much more spiritual uh, direction than I tend to be. And because I'm more on the trainer side, I do have, of course, a spirit guide but it's not something I was ever around necessarily. And so she is really going to get into a much more spiritual side, I think. And we both agree on how people really can make a difference and how animals are essential to our well-being. All right, Amina, without further ado, we present Cindy Ambar. Hi, Cindy. Hey, everybody. I can't tell <laughs> you I am to be here. <laughs> you climbed that mountain, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just regard all the millions of uh, messages from me, please. There you go. Well, sometimes you technology go. is in our corner, sometimes it's not. But you're here yes. today, and we're happy to have I'm you. Here. I made it. Very happy to be here. Absolutely. We'd love you having, having you. So now that you're all three here, I have to tell you uh, what happened late last night at my house. Oh, I'm right. so blessed. Right. I'm so blessed. But are I know Cindy, Cindy's getting all geared up because she knows we won't share unless it's really, really super. And this stuff happens to me uh, a lot. Um, and and in Cindy and I know it's the energy we put out. It's the calm we put out. We we I hope animals in the world think we're there to help them because we are. That's why we share our story. That's why we do what we do. So I was in the kitchen. Cooking doesn't happen. It's it's a it's a facade. You know, you get <laughs> it's not about the food. But I was close to the stove, and I kept hearing scratch, 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 scratch. And I'm like, uh, that's a bird. And I had heard that we had baby birds that, that had come on the side of the building and gone into the air vent. So they have a little piece of metal that you know, like for your dryer or the or the uh, this one's hooked to the stove. Anyways, I'm like, there's a bird stuck in the air vent. And the blue blazes am I going to get that out? Because I could hear him scratching because he couldn't fly out. They had had babies and it was, it, I, I knew it was past fledgling because he'd been trying. So uh, to say the least, to rush the story short, I we have cabinets. They're faux cabinets because the space of cabinetry is this. The pipe that goes up and out through the vent for the, the stove is there. And it looks like they've had a problem before. Somebody drilled holes in the metal and then duct tape get closed. So I pulled all the tape off. I'm digging in there. I have no idea what I'm touching because I can't see it. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be gross. And I, I bring out a dead body and I'm like, 
okay, but this dead body's been there for a while. It, it's not new. This baby didn't die. I can hear stop jumping and then jumping. So I finally was able to reach my hand and really, really slowly and, and, and grasp her all the way around and pull her out. And I want to say that I then hugged her and kissed her and I did. And my daughter took pictures, of course. I, and uh, she's like, don't you dare let go. Cause I got three cats in the house just going, Oh yeah. No, I didn't know what was going on. And I walked her outside. It was about nine 30 at night. And I walked her outside and she was totally exhausted. I offered her a little bit of water, see what she wanted to do. We just sat on the patio and rested in, in my open hand. She had her little finger, little toes around my finger. And then all of a sudden, poof, she flew away. Oh. And that was my night. How was your night going? <laughs> That's a beautiful story. It was wonderful that, that you can do. Because believe it or not, I called the fire department. I called the police department. I went to the fire station. That's only a few blocks from my house. No, but, oh, we don't do that. We, we, we don't go into people's walls. We don't do that. Fine. I'll go home and figure it out. So it was, it was such a blessing to be there for her. And I, I wish I could say that the landlords will put a net around the opening, but that's dreaming fantasies. So I can dream. Beautiful. You know, and I do, uh, you know, animals tend to show up for me when they're in trouble. And yeah. so it's such an honor and a privilege and a heart. And that she sat with me for so, so long after the heart rate had uh, uh, stabilized and all of that. So, yes, I do know CPR for animals. Birds are a little, it's not much pushing. Yeah, that would be challenging <laughs> for me, I have to say. So it was nice. I didn't, I didn't give her anything, offer her anything but straight water just to rehydrate her, just like us. There's, we get into trouble when we are thirsty, when we are dehydrated. So it, it was just wonderful. I didn't see her just fly off a little and go to the rail. She went all the way across the street and down to another house. And I was like, I'm thrilled. She was just doing well, but we just needed that quiet time. And some people don't, you know, and I knew I had to quiet my own energy down. The rescue was done, but it, it, the birds can feel it. They, oh, they, really, they really can. They feed off our energy and yeah, it's like you're, you know, for the 4th of July, one of the things I tell my clients is don't get freaked out, anxious, like <laughs> anticipating it, right? Because yes. then your animal is going to be all keyed up wondering what the heck is going to be happening. Yeah. Who's killing them? <laughs> Hi, Cindy. Um, so I know Hi. that you and Amna have had uh, conversations before, but yeah. for people who are joining us for the first time and they haven't met you, I'd love to spotlight you and have you share a little bit about your background. And, and specifically how it is that you help people and animals. Yeah, um, so I am um, a retired administrator, public health person, research analyst, and I um, had to get hit over the head to do what I'm doing now, long story, but um, I, for, for the last 13 years, I've been doing both animal communication and animal and human healing. Um, I specialize in nervous, anxious animals. Um, and I, you know, that's kind of my passion. I was a nervous wreck until I was age 40. But, you know, I help people understand their animal companions, what they're trying to communicate, what they need from us. Um, I work with, you know, I do healing work for physical, emotional, and um, spiritual conditions. Mm -hmm. 
for both humans and animals. I um, and I work in collaboration with the vets. I'm, I'm I, the, one of the first questions I ask my client is, "When's the last time you know your your animal um, had been to the vet?" And you know, vets are wonderful, but you know, talking about the intersection between science and spirituality. You know, the tools they have that for dealing with emotion, mental, emotional, spiritual issues are, are limited. And that's where I come in. Um, you know, with a nervous, anxious animal, let's say, you know, it's, if you meditate them, it's just, medicate them, it's just going to suppress the symptoms. But, you know, I, I speak with them. I um, work with them energetically to release courage uh, to release trauma, um, help them connect with their courage. Um, and, and, you know, I work with animals with physical issues. Um, I probably the one of the most common things I seem to get as a communicator is animals peeing and pooping in a place where their people would prefer that they didn't. <laughs> That's kind of, it's kind of become a specialty uh, of mine, although I'm not always successful at that. But you know, I love the animal communication work because animals have so much wisdom. You know, they are sacred, sentient beings. Yep. They come into our lives to support us with our life's purpose. They have life's purpose all their own. They know everything that's going on in the world and they have profound wisdom. And, you know, sometimes they won't even answer their person's questions until they give them the advice that they are so longing to give their people. Um, and um, boy, if you want a wise counselor, have a communication session with your animal because they understand more about you sometimes than you do yourself. <laughs> so I, I love what I do. I love bringing peace. I love you know, supporting animals to move freely again, um, whatever that is. And, you know, I have the best clients in the world because anyone that would invest um, in healing and communication work for their animals is somebody that really cares deeply and understands that there's a lot more to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Cindy. Thanks for sharing that. It's so exciting with the things we do and what the conversations that we're literally privileged to be a part of. Um, I do, um, one of my specialties is uh, end of life. I didn't ask for the specialty, oh, yeah. I get asked a lot. And, and it, is, it is something that I personally feel like we shouldn't be having to make that decision, but luckily with compassion and knowledge, we do have the medical ability to end suffering for an animal that is not going to either survive and or thrive or, you know, you, if you, you take a, a two-legged, I don't know, ostrich and you remove one leg, uh, that's a big deal. They only have the two and they don't use crutches and they don't do things. Exactly. So many prostheses that people are creating, but that wasn't always the the truth. And and you'll and you'll love this, Cindy. I didn't I didn't tell you this one. I I have a, a older client. He's long past now, and his dog always talked about, oh, he smells funny, but he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about you know he had heart trouble, he had diabetes, he had I mean he ate and drank 
everything. Um, the drinking, especially <laughs> it was not water. <laughs> and, 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 it, and I don't, I didn't even get into how often he showered. I didn't want the dog to tell me, but that dog had a good man, had a good a partnership yeah. with him. And he accept animals, accept us exactly where they find us. There's no changing, no, you know, sure. If you're aggressive and you spank too much or any, anybody wants that to go away, but they truly love unconditionally. They don't care how much you make or if you washed your hair for the last six days. Absolutely. I do a lot of transition, end of life transition sessions as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, they, they are never upset. They're always grateful. They're always happy to connect and really, you know, and in animal transition sessions, those are some of the most beautiful sessions I do because they share encouraging and beautiful and loving and heartwarming messages with their people. And I record my conversations so people have that to keep forever, but they don't fear death. It helps my clients so much to understand that animals don't fear death. It's just yeah. the next phase. It is. Yeah. And that they remain with you, you know, afterwards um, for years and years and years and years. I've had animals tell me, oh, yeah, I was at so-and-so's birthday party. Add some of the barbecue or, you know, whatever. But, so, yeah. I And you know what? I actually have ostrich clients. I have three ostrich clients. That's wonderful. And we know we're doing the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not feel more blessed every day is just, you know, the animals give back, they heal you in return. I might walk into a session with a terrible stomach ache and I walk out just feeling free and um, animals have been there for me when, you know, they know when you're not doing well. And, you know, it, it's a two way street when you do healing work with animals, they heal you right back. <laughs> right. Right. Cindy, can you share with us some of the different types of animals that you've worked with? Yeah. So I've worked with uh, wild and domestic animals. And I actually, um, one of my favorite things is, and so I work with dogs, cats, I work with crocodiles. Um, I've worked, you know, I do a lot of work with horses. Um, I work with, you know, birds and guinea pigs and, and all those little guys we have around, but I've worked with a lot of wild animals and I am actually uh, do a pro bono animal communication and healing work at a big cat sanctuary in South Africa. And so, um, you know, the relationships, um, the, the capacity to like have compassion and share wisdom it just blows me away. And these cats want to partner with my friend and I um, to heal things for other big cats in the world. So it's not just, you know, me and some poor pitiful little, you know, thing. It's, um, it's a partnership. And yeah, I've, I've worked with, let's see, what's the most unusual animal I've worked with? Um, Can't really think of, of that, but I've worked with, you know, lions, tigers, bears, uh, foxes, um, chimps, uh, orangutans, um, macaws, um, just about everything you can think of. 
And, um, you know, the reptiles are really interesting because they're so ancient. When you work with an with a reptile, um, your energy, you feel like you are just stuck on the ground. You feel every single thing in your body. And it's like, if you really want to be present in your body, um, you know, meditate with a crocodile. <laughs> I'll get you there. Cindy, well, we have you on spotlight. Have you ever had uh, any experience of fear in working with any of these animals or that never came about? Well, I'm not exactly, you know, in, um, I'm not exactly, you know, when it's a, a big cat, um, I'm not necessarily like in an enclosure with them. It's, you know, and a lot of the work I do is distance healing. So I've never met my big cat clients in person. Um, but, um, you know, I, just because you're an animal communicator, you know, you still have to take precautions. You still have to, um, you know, respect, um, that an animal is an animal. Um, and, um, so I, 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 I have been, I was once attacked very unexpectedly by a pit bull, um, that was an interesting <laughs> story that I'd like to soon forget. But, um, you know, for the most part, when you approach an animal and recognize their dignity and their grace and everything they have to bring to the world, they know who you are. Like, you know, I, I might be walking um, through, you know, a zoo or something like that. And I, my friend said, I love to go to zoos to bring healing and, you know, speak with the animals there. Um, but when you approach an animal with, um, it's, it's more than respect, it's reverence, it's reverence. And they understand that they're there to help you. You're there to be of service. Um, I've, I've never felt afraid. I, the, the pit bull took me off guard. Um, and that's a long story, but, um, you know, I've worked with animals that people have said have bitten and, and things like that. And that's never happened to me, you know, don't be careful of this dog and the dog runs up and licks my face. <laughs> you know, they, they know, they understand when someone genuinely cares and is there to love and support and to bring healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I, I want to really take off with what you said and, and blow it up with, if you are a female or a male, does not matter. We all have breasts just different sizes. <laughs> if you have an animal that repeatedly bumps you in one side of your body for women, breast cancer come, I am really targeting that. But I also have seen melanoma and any of the cancers. If you have an animal, cat or dog, doesn't matter. The birds, not so much. It's a different kind of scent that they can smell. Cats and dogs and ferrets and other large carnivores, specifically omnivores. Yes, absolutely are very in tune to what it smells like. And mm -hmm. I can only tell you what they've described. It's, it's a horrid, like burnt dead skin type horrid smell of cancer. If your animal continues to pester you in a, a place, any place, an arm, a leg for women, breasts, go to the doctor yesterday because the animal is trying to tell you something is wrong with the cells. Something is going wrong. I have seen animals that are trained and ones that are not trained. They're just pets. Mm -hmm. And they will come over and pull the shirt of the person to get them to sit down. 
before the seizure happens. And yeah. this, these animals are now, uh, now very common in the world where people have support animals. Yeah, I, you know, I used to work in disaster control and we were told we'd have to accept a boa constrictor because they were such aces at detecting seizures. Yeah. And I once had a dog, my friend's dog, this was well long before I worked with animals, I had sprained my ankle and there was a lot of swelling and a lot of pain and my physician did not order an x-ray of my foot. Mm. And um, this beautiful dog, Scout, a German Shepherd, kept licking me and licking me and licking me um on this particular toe went back to the doctor they x-rayed it and it was fractured and i never mm. would have known if it wasn't for scout right. so yeah that's something to really pay attention to yeah people don't understand that it's not just communicators like us who can hear animals it's the time to stop and dr jacqueline you have many times talked about your puppies and how much you understood and how much that they got and did in that and that's just being in their life when you care about anything, I've seen, especially when you get into big fish, not just tadpoles and little goldfish, they're highly intelligent enough in their own right. Mm -hmm. If you understand that, wait a minute, this is off. Obviously, if the fish turns upside down and starts floating, yeah, we're past this is off. But there's so much more in their conversation. It's just, remember, they're from a different neighborhood. They're from a different country. They're from a different topography. They're from the desert, not from this. Everybody can handle human and animal and tree and nature. Something different. Something needs a lot of water. Something doesn't. It's the same for your pets. Go with an open mind and say, wait a minute, this is not normal. Okay, why? Why is it not normal? And start to do that digging of pulling apart the issue and that's where your education will come because every time it happens you trip you fall you get a bruise or something you'll know sooner it doesn't come the first time i don't know about you if i was going to study russian it would take me years <laughs> absolutely years but i live near mexico so to hear spanish is like i hear that all the time it, it i don't know all of it but i know enough to get by but i also like I think Dr. Jacqueline, you are this way also, is we understand body language better. Women in general understand body language better. So Cindy and I have that in spades with your energy. And, and for me, as being an empath, I can feel when you're happy, sad, mad, glad, especially the really strong emotions. And I usually have to leave the room if, if you're too bad. And I'm like, woo, I've actually walked out of places and told my daughter, nope, we got to go. She's like, why? I don't know, but I got to go. And she's like, okay, about the third time. They don't ask you. Like, oh, we're doing that again. Because it's not my energy. And, yeah. and we have to do that when we have animals that get injured. And, and I know, Cindy, you've done this because I can feel it in you also. We have to put up enough protection so we can help and not take all that pain that they're going through. And that was a really hard curve for me to learn. Was it for you, Cindy? When yeah, it took, me, it took me a long time. And, you know, um, because I feel what the animals are feeling in their body. Right. And, um, you know, to just not go into panic and you know, I notice things that are of concern that an animal should be taken to the veterinarian before. So yeah, it's just, um, 
being in that accepting non-judgmental space so that animal can either share their story or show you, you know, you can understand what they're feeling in their body. Right. So you can get them the support that they need. But yeah, it really kind of alarmed me at, at first. I, I wasn't expecting it. And um, yeah, and as an empath, there are certain places I just can't be either because the energy right. is just not conducive to, to p the peace I want to have in my life. And, and I encourage parents, anybody who's listening to this with a niece, nephew or children of their own, be aware of this because it would have saved, I know, Cindy and I, a lot of grief if anybody in my life had understood that I would walk the other way and they'd say, where are you going? I said, I, I can't be there. Why? I don't know, but I, I, I can't <laughs> because it was so overwhelming. What I find out later is somebody has died there because one of my gifts, as everybody knows, is it, uh, on the audience is that I talk to people who have died and animals that have died, but a lot of people. So I'll get accosted in buildings and if somebody asked me, can you never go to a like a museum? Oh, yeah, I can. But I've learned I've got to put up a little bit more protection so that nobody comes home with me or tells me, hey, you got to talk to my wife. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a fun conversation. Hello, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Um, so it's got to be reality, reality. But an animals need that same loving, equal support that we can give them and understand that they get into trouble just like kids and just like adults, and we need to keep them safe. Yeah, and, and actually, you know, things that people identify as behavioral issues, you know, animals have such limited capacity to, to give messages to us. You know, if you see that your animal is behaving differently or unusually or, you know, um, do, doing things that upset you from a behavioral perspective, the first thing you've got to ask yourself is, what do they need me to know? What kind of support Perfect. do they need from me? Because, um, you know, so many times when somebody contacts me to deal with a, quote, behavioral issue, it's just the animal trying to get their attention. Yeah. And, and they want the people to heal, too. You know, sometimes animals don't want me to work on them until I work on their person for a little bit. So um, because they really, really bounce off of us. Oh, they so really much. do. So, so much. much. If you're having a bad day, your cat's having it with you if that bond is there. And if it isn't, it's just a different kind of relationship. It's not bad, it's not terrible, it's it's just who you are. And they will put up with all kinds of things. It's just a miracle <laughs> what they'll put up with. But Cindy, we encourage you. Oh, sorry, Cindy, I would love for you to share with our audience how you actually work with people, what that looks like, and sure. if you're looking to bring on some new clients, tell us about that okay. as well. Bring it on. I love working with people. I mean, I love working with animals and I love working with people. And so it may sound a little absurd, but I'm actually trained in about 18 healing modalities. And um, there are some I have a tendency to use more than others. But basically, you know, when I begin a session with somebody and I do offer all, by the way, free 20 minute consults, just if you're wanting to know what would it be like to work with me. Um, I, um, I ask them to define goals for the session and then I kind of go internal and, you know, speak to my guide, speak to the creator and, you know, ask, you know, where's, where's, where's the best place to start. And, um, you know, it may be, a, whether you have an emotional issue or a physical issue, um, 
you know, first, well, let's just take physical issues, for example. Physical issues actually originate in the emotional body. And um, just as an example, I'm working with my sister who is having some kidney issues. And when I, you know, began the healing work with her, I asked to be shown, you know, what was going on and um, her kidneys, not physically, but energetically are carrying a lot of trauma. So, um, you know, I work on releasing trauma. I work on identifying all of us, you know, 96% uh, of the beliefs we have are actually subconscious beliefs that we don't even know we're aware of. And so if you're trying to be successful at something and you have a belief, I'm always going to be a failure in life, then um, that's going to create, you know, keep you stuck and keep you limited. So it's, it's beliefs that don't serve you. Um, we have a lot of trapped emotions. So when we have an intense emotional situation and um, we can't process all the emotions at, month, at once and those emotions become lodged in your in your, your physical body and cause physical, emotional and spiritual issues. So, you know, I identify where the trapped emotions are. I release those. Um, in some of the um, modalities that I use, I'm able to like reset organs and, and systems. I injured my neck recently and I'm able to energetically reset, you know, some of my um, vertebrae by releasing whatever trauma or belief systems or whatever is uh, may have caused the issue in the first place, but is certainly playing a role in keeping it in place. So, um, you know, depending on the modality, you know, then I do, you know, Reiki, which is just very calm and relaxing and healing and, and does um, release trauma. I do healing work with sound. Um, you know, I, in a, in a sound healing session, I'm just, guided and I use either my crystal bowls or my voice um, to help release whatever energy is stuck and, and causing issues. Um, I, I do something called reconnected healing. Um, I'm, I'm a natural shaman. I'm not trained as a shaman, but I channel shamanic energy. I, I know this might sound a little bit woo woo, but, um, but I have a variety of methods I use depending on the client depending on the circumstances and depending on what their goals are. You know, I'm very focused on whatever goals that my clients have and also whatever's underneath them that's keeping them from achieving those goals. Thank you so much for sharing that. And what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, Cindy? Um, uh, my website is heartsonganimalhealing.com. Um, my email is Cindy at heartsonganimalhealing.com and my telephone number is 831-332-8464. And as I said, I do free consultations for humans and animals. So you'll get a sense of how I might approach your situation. Um, so you can make an informed decision about whether I'm the right person to work with. Thank you very much. And for people listening on the radio, Cindy is spelled C-I-N-D-I-E. So oh, it's Cindy yes. at heartsonganimalhealing.com. I'll spell that. It's H-E-A-R-T-S-O-N-G-A-N-I-M-A-L-H-E-A-L-I-N-G.com.
All right. Awesome. Thank you very yeah, much, Cindy. For yes, thank you so much. So much. I, I really enjoyed this. You guys did <laughs> for me. Yeah, well, and, and Jacqueline gave us a great background. She had this made for us. So, oh my God, I love, adore love. this. Yes. I was so excited when Amina showed this to me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much for coming. Loved All having right. you. Take care. Thank you again. You Look forward to seeing you again. All right. Thank you so much. Bye -bye. This was fun. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, great guest. Thank you so much for bringing her to the platform. Appreciate it. And I'm going to, for people to reach out to you, I'm going to spotlight you and for you to share your information. Absolutely. I am working on the platform of bridgingworlds.us. I am under Bridging Worlds because that's what I hope to do, regardless of where you are at on the planet or your past or or passed away or living, we can, we can make that connection. Part of my gift is talking to animals and people who have passed on. I don't, I don't know the connection. I get asked that a lot. What, what does that to do with anything? I said, I don't know. It's probably the quirky way my brain and my mind works. But I have been very fortunate to keep in touch with family members personally uh, that are very, very dear to me and also leave the others back there. But everything that we hear, just to be really clear with everybody, is individual and it is free will. We don't, at least I can speak to the ones that come on, on this show with me, we don't invade your mind. We don't read your mind and we don't ever read anything that we haven't been given permission for. Sometimes when we've, I've stopped a friend or gone to an event and said, may I tell you something? It's because you have a family member who desperately wants to get a message to you, but we respect everybody's idea to be and beware and be cautious anywhere. So if you ever have a need to see a psychic, please look one up. And if they needed to have a specialty, I, I'm also a trainer. So I talk a lot about how to do behaviorals and training more than I, I do the psychic stuff. That is a great help because I'll get the pet side of it on why you won't sit down and why you won't stay. And then we could go from there as a trainer. But thanks, Dr. Jacqueline. I love being here every Friday with you. You make my entire weekend just off on purpose. Well, thank you so much, Amina. I appreciate that. And I wish you a beautiful and safe, healthy weekend. You too. Be careful out there. They're not as nice Thank as us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll see you again next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, it's the end of our broadcasting week here at USA Global TV and Radio. I would love to broadcast every day, but as you can imagine, 26 shows, listening fully, present, it takes a toll. It's, it's a lot of work. I love it but I also need some time to recoup. So I will close out the show with just a couple of messages. For those of you who are new to the platform, thank you very much. We have on average 26 shows each and every week, and each show has a different topic. And there's something really for everyone, and we're always adding new shows. If you would like to be a guest on our shows, please go over to our website, usaglobaltv.com. You'll see an area where you can book your session. 
So go ahead and book in on a topic that is relevant to you. If you would like to watch our shows at your leisure, at your convenience, please go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe to USA Global TV. Our shows are all put into playlists. So for example, this playlist is presenting Pet Psychic Amina. You can find all of the shows right there. Outside of this platform, being the president and founder and the lead hostess and the executive producer, I also have another business, which is drjacqueline.com. It's also Dr. Jacqueline LLC. And on this platform, I teach people how to listen at an elevated level. I'm also a certified life and career coach. I provide coaching for business clients, for personal clients. I'm also a certified meditation instructor and a certified yoga instructor. So everything in that realm under drjacqueline.com is all about personal and professional development. So one of the things that I am adamant about, if you've watched any of our shows, if you know anything about me, I am adamant about people learning to communicate more effectively. If you look at what's going on in the world, we are at odds with each other. We are judging each other. We are interrupting each other. We are filled with anxiety and we are taking it out on each other. So what can you do? What one thing can you do? You can look at yourself and your own behavior and identify areas where you could be more effective. And what I found is most people are not listening at an elevated level. So I have a solution for you. You didn't ask for a solution. I'm giving you one to help you learn how to listen more effectively. And that's to take my course, The Power of Listening. I've slimmed this course down. It's two and a half hours long. The retail price is $257. It's on sale for $49. What will happen when you take this course? You will watch role plays, interactive role plays with actors and team members. I have directed these various scenes for the role plays. And then after you watch the role play, there'll be a question and you will be able to watch the dynamics of the people who filmed it with me and the questions that they provided. You will then, after the end of the course, be offered a quiz. The quiz is seven questions. And throughout the course, I tell you what the quiz questions are. So you answer those questions and get 100% and you get certified. And as a result of getting certified, you get an actual certificate of completion and your certificate and your headshot go on to my website, drjacqueline.com. So in these last few minutes, I'm actually going to show it to you so that you know what to expect when you see your certificate up there on the website. So let me share my screen and here we go. So this is my other website, drjacqueline.com. Uh, you can work with me here by booking your session. You can take my courses by going here. Now we have another tab, Elevated Listener. So here we have a testimonial from one of our Elevated Listeners, Alcini. And here we have some of our Elevated Listeners. I have to actually update this, it's changed. So each and every one of these people from around the world has taken the course and got their certification. And then here you can see the certifications here. Yours will go here also. And then you can also find person's headshot and more about them here. So you can meet the people who have taken the course. Now, what does this mean for you? What this means for you is that I'm going to tell the world that you've learned how to listen at an elevated level. Now, can you see how that would help you in your business and your personal life? And you will find inner peace. 
better connections, deeper relationships, and more authentic conversations. So in order for you to take the course while it's on sale, as I mentioned, it's $49. You can do the following. I'll show you the graphic. Here it is, the power of listening. And again, it's two and a half hours long. Here is the link of where you can go to actually sign up. I mentioned you can sign up on my website and you can also sign up on my other platform, which is Dr. Jacqueline, D-R-J-A-C-A-L-Y-N dot thinkific, T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C dot com. And again, you will not only be doing something wonderful for yourself, for your family, for your friends, you will be able to feel better about yourself as well. Uh, you'll find out some things that you, you'll see these role plays and I guarantee you will find yourself in one of them. You'll say, you know what? That's me. That's me and my wife. That's me and my child. That's me and my boss. And all of a sudden you'll be able to look at things different ways and you'll have tools to be listening more effectively so that you'll find your life is filled with more peace. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful weekend and happy 4th of July to those who are in the United States. And thank you to each and every person across this great nation who keep us safe, who have kept us safe. I really do applaud you and thank you. God bless you all. We'll see you again on Monday. Take care.